0: Welcome to Stay On Course with me, Julie Riga. My life has been a roller coaster of highs and lows, but what I know to be true is that when we are grounded in our purpose and savor the sweet moments of life, we are truly a success. Today, you are going to get the ingredients for success because life is salty and life is sweet. Together, let's explore the possibilities of our own lives and learn from thought leaders around the globe. Ready, guys? Let's cook it. Welcome everyone to the next edition of the Stan Course podcast. Today I have a wonderful guest, Rhonda Y. Williams. And Rhonda is a leadership development expert, author, coach, emotional intelligence strategist, and international speaker. But first and foremost, she is an advocate for leaders. Her past life includes executive roles such as chief nursing officer and hospital CEO. And today we're cooking up some very interesting ingredients for success in building your influence as a leader Welcome, Rhonda, to the Stand Course Podcast. Good
1: day to you, Julie. I am so excited to be on your podcast. Congratulations on the podcast. And I have listened to some episodes, and they have just been amazing and fantastic. So thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you for being here. And I just want to let you know that you were an influence to me because of your Coffee with Rhonda show, which is fantastic. And if you have not seen it, it airs on Saturday mornings, correct? Correct. And it's super fun. I always learn something from it. I always look to see if you're on. So I just love that and a little bit of an inspiration to me, to be honest. So thank you for being an inspiration.
1: Oh, Julie, that is wonderful to hear. I'm so glad that I could be a little influence in your journey so that that warms my heart. Absolutely. And so before we get
0: started, Tell me what is your favorite food.
1: See, this is a hard one for me. I so my favorite food is either <laughs> shrimp in all its various forms or Philadelphia cheesesteak. I don't know, help me choose.
0: <laughs> I know. I well, I love both. I am a shrimp fanatic I when I was growing up I ate so much shrimp I just love it there's so many ways to prepare it so that is always amazing but cheesesteak is really good Mm -hmm. and I like it with everything on it
1: me too I am I am from Philadelphia originally so I miss them often and so every now and then again I'll decide to get in the kitchen and cook up a good one not quite the same but I really love them So let's talk about ingredients
0: for success in building your influence as a leader.
1: You know, leadership, when you think about leadership, it was John Maxwell, who's frequently quoted as saying, leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. And so then if that is the case, I think we really have to understand what is influence and how do we do it better? Right. How do we do it more in that journey of leadership excellence? So as we think about influence, it really is your ability to influence and change people's thinking, their values and their actions. And so if you're wanting to influence those, those are pretty powerful things that reside in all of us. Right. You're going to change my thinking. What? You really want to influence? influence and change my values. Those are big things for leaders, but that's what leadership is.
0: Yeah. And that sounds pretty heavy to me, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I can see it. And it's so heavy that often as leaders, we don't think about it. It's too heavy. We're like, I I can't think about changing people's thoughts and values. Let me just get people to do what I need them to do. Well, that's management. That's not leadership. So what do you think the first secret would be then, or ingredient? There was something that we talk about in the sales and marketing arena, and it is the KLT. I call it the KLT factor, right? It's no like and trust. So I began to think about this in terms of leadership. So that first ingredient is the no factor. So what is that? And how does it impact influence? The people that you are leading today want to know you right? They want to know who you are authentically, how you show up. They want to know what they can expect from you. They they want to know that, gosh, the Julie that I see in front of me today, if I see Julie in the grocery store, she's going to be that same Julie. And because I know her, there's a level of my feeling like I'm a bit connected to you, right? I know who you are authentically at your core, not the fake Julie that's putting on because they're trying to achieve something or because you want to do something, but who are you as a person? There's something called the Johari window. And it is where we really evaluate what people know about us, or should I say what we let them know about us? It's what we know about ourselves, what we don't know about ourselves, what others know about us, and then what others don't know about us, right? So if you're really looking to deepen that knowing, I really recommend um, folks to do a deep dive into the jahari window and how it shows up in your life.
0: I'm going to check that out, the jahari window. And I always talk about something called dropping your waterline so that people can see more of who you are Because when people see more of who you are, that's where the connection happens. Absolutely. You know, the connection doesn't happen when people see you perfect. It's when people see you imperfect. Where the connection happens. Right.
1: I will say, Julie, that is so spot on. Here's the challenge is as leaders, we are fearful. Of being imperfect, right? When we're imperfect, we feel like we're not good leaders. It feels like we're not showing up. We're not doing the job that we are being paid to do. We're not doing what others expect us to do. So yeah, in front of everyone, I'm going to show that I'm perfect and I'm going to be perfect. But by doing that, we are lowering that trust factor, that that no factor, um, yep. and that is a challenge. You've got to, as you say, drop that waterline so that people can see who you are, and it's okay to show them that you're not perfect. Cause guess what? They already know it. <laughs> they it's already true. know that. I it's mean, really, true. this whole pretense about we're as leaders, we're perfect. And we've got it all together. Really? The moment they leave us, they're talking to their friend going, she really doesn't have it all together.
0: <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is like, we're on a journey. We're on a journey and most of us are getting our butts kicked period. I don't know anyone that is going to escape that. And that's where the whole stay on course thing came from. By the way, it's about life will knock you down. It's not like when it's going to knock you down. It's like, no, it will knock you down, but get back up and stay on course. And so I love the no factor, the KLT factor, but the knowing and, and the authentic self. What's the second ingredient?
1: So the second ingredient is like, this like factor is so important. I will tell you that growing up, I heard everyone doesn't have to like you. Even when I moved into leadership, I began to hear it's okay for everyone not to like you. Okay, people, can I, can I just say, say to all of you out there that grew up with this thought of people don't have to like you, you're not going to go very far. Right. You're not going to go very far in business. You're not going to go very far, whether you are in the corporate space. If people don't like you, they will tune you out, they will disconnect, and you can't be as effective. Now, this, is every single person going to love you and want to sit down and have dinner with you? No, that's not necessary. But people need to like you. I will also say that might be a little bit different than how we operated in the past with the sort of command performance type leadership. That was a little bit different because you showed up in your positional power and that was enough. That doesn't cut it today. Today is a different day. People need to like you. So we need to dispel with that myth that people don't need to like us and know that it is a part of our ability to influence people. Let me ask you this, Julie. When is the last time You were influenced by someone you didn't like, positively influenced. I don't remember. Exactly. And that's probably because it doesn't happen because the people that you don't like, you might listen because they have positional power. You might do what you need to do because that's what you're told to do. And that's what you're expected to do. But when you don't like them, they really are not influencing you. They're simply directing tasks and they're in that management space. So you can be managed by someone, but to be really led by someone that you don't like. Yeah, I'm thinking not. So what then would
0: be the ingredient for getting people to like you?
1: The ingredient for getting people to like you is connecting with them on a human level. You have to be willing to connect and show empathy You have to be curious about more than yourself. You have to be interested in more than the work and getting them to do the work. In other words, you have to view them as people and humans and care about them from that perspective and connect with them on that level. And that is enough to have them go. You know what? I really like her. I really like her. She she asked me this question about my son. I didn't even know she recognized that my son was having this challenge, right? That is how you build likability. This is about the role of leadership and how do we influence our people into those positive results that we're looking for high productivity, good outcomes, goals, et cetera. We do that through these factors of no, which we talked about, and then like, because when people like you, they will show up for you and they will perform for you.
0: It's a very simple concept, isn't it? The like factor is so easy because what you need to do is just focus on the other person more than you're focusing on yourself. And that's not that hard if you actually just put your mind to it. And that leads us to our third ingredient.
1: Our third ingredient is a really important one. This third ingredient is trust. Trust is about credibility. When you trust someone, you believe in them. You have a belief that you know what you're getting. You know that they're going to follow through. You know that they are who they say they are. You know you can count on them. Trust matters. It's a term we throw around quite often, but it's not as easy as that. Trust is something that you have to earn doesn't necessarily come with position. You might start a new role as a manager in an organization. Great, you have a role and you have a title. That's all you've got. You haven't got trust yet. And to get trust, you have to be consistent. You have to make sure that people know who you are and then you have to show up as that. Has to be reflective of you. They have to know day in and day out who you are, that you're there for them, what they can expect from you, what you expect from, from them. Over time, you build trust. Um, the other important thing that I'll say about trust is it is important to know how easy it is to lose it or to break it. So you've spent months building trust, building trust, building trust. And the minute that you don't show up as who they expect, as who you say you are, to do the things that you say that you um, you owned and you value, now they're questioning that. So you've lost a bit of trust there. So trust is evolving, trust is variable, it ebbs and it flows. And as leaders, we have to understand that just because we earn trust, doesn't mean we keep trust. We have to continue to show up day in and day out to continue earning that trust.
0: And it's true. It's the consistency piece that I was thinking about, because we have a lot of things coming against us. Now we have a lot of things. And one of the things that is a barrier, I think is the amount of stuff we have coming at us. And so being consistent in those times can be daunting especially when as a leader is in, if you're working in a big organization, all of the people that need your attention, all the stakeholders that you have within an organization. So keeping that level of trust with so many people
1: is difficult. Don't you think? It can be difficult. I completely agree, Julie, but here's what we can do. You and I talked a little bit about perfection. Right and and everyone knows that you're not perfect and so there's no reason for you to pretend that you are because everyone already knows that you're not. I I think that there we don't have to be perfect on this journey. The no like and trust factor is something that we can have intention on, but we don't have to keep all of those balls up. If one drops, we simply need to own that, recognize it, and show up just a little bit better every day. That's the goal because no one of us is perfect. It's exactly.
0: Right. And it's an imperfect leadership, isn't it? And so being able to keep those lines of communication open are super important.
1: Absolutely, Julie. So so what I attribute that to is a lack of awareness. So as a leader, when you're not aware of your impact in the moment, then you let it go because you're not even thinking about it. You just showed up the way you showed up today. That's how you were feeling. You did your thing and you left and then you're like, it is what it is. People don't have to like me, right? I just showed up and did my thing. But I will tell you in studies and research, if you ask most leaders, they will say that they are very self-aware. In fact, they say up to 85% of leaders say that they are self-aware. The research actually shows that only 15% really are. Wow. That's a huge gap. That means that 15% of the people are actually showing up in the way that others perceive them. <laughs> it's a big gap. That's a big gap
0: of awareness, isn't it? I'm it, just thinking about this. this
1: is it's huge. It's huge. And leaders at wonder why, why am I struggling? Yeah. Well, Because you don't, you don't understand your impact. You are not fully aware of how you are showing up. Maybe it's inconsistently, or maybe it's not consistent with your values, or maybe you're this one day and that's the next, or you're having a bad, whatever that is, it, you're being perceived as being inconsistent. So you cannot build that KLT factor.
0: Wow. Amazing conversation today. So many gems, pearls of wisdom. And let's do a recap on the ingredients for success in building your influence as a leader with the KLT
1: factor. Julie, if what John Maxwell said is true, and that is leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. If that is true, I think it's up to each and every one of us as leaders to understand how we build influence. The three ingredients that I share today with you are the KLT factor, and that is no. People want to know who you are authentically, your authentic self. It's okay to be you and to show up as you, but people want to know who you are. They want you to pull back the curtain and show them the good and the bad and not be perfect. So that's no. The like factor is, as I mentioned earlier, I was growing up as a young leader, I was told everybody doesn't have to like you and that's okay. Well, I have since changed that belief. And I now understand that in today's world, people absolutely need to like you. The vast majority of folks need to be able to relate to you. And the way you build the like is by showing an interest in them as human beings and as people and in having an investment in that. And then the final factor and the final ingredient that we discussed is trust. This is your credibility as a leader. They already know that likely that you're competent, but can they count on you to show up consistently in the spaces with the reflection of who you are and who you say you are in the workspace? And so the know, like, and trust, those are the three ingredients that can help you build a positive influence as a leader.
0: Well, thank you for the recap. It was brilliant. So many gems today. And Rhonda, tell us where the audience can find more about who you are and what you're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am very social. I am active on all the social media networks and you can find me either as Rhonda Y. Williams or Coach Rhonda Y. Williams. I am also, um, as you mentioned earlier, the founder of Leadership Above the Grind Mentoring and Coaching Academy. So you can visit us at leadershipabovethegrind.net, leadershipabovethegrind.net, and you can learn all about the work that we do. We have the academy, we do executive coaching. There's a lot happening at Leadership Above the Grind because we want to help you develop elite leaders at every level.
0: Amazing. And every Saturday, don't miss coffee with Rhonda
1: at what time again? It is 11 a.m. Eastern and 10 a.m. Central.
0: Perfect. You don't want to miss that as well. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today on Stay On Course. It has been a pleasure talking to you as it always is.
1: Thank you so much, Julie. It's been my pleasure being here with you today.
0: Are you looking to unlock your full potential on your leadership journey? Well, look no further than the Stand Course Podcast. I'm Coach Julie Riga, and I'm here to help you discover your personal purpose and how it connects to work. With my solutions, you'll learn to be present in the moment, bounce back from setbacks, and manage your time effectively. If you are ready to take the next step, why don't you schedule a one-on-one coaching session with me, or join one of my workshops, or even become part of the Stay On Course learning community. Visit stayoncourse.io today. And let's move forward towards success together. Thank you for listening to another episode of Stay On Course. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so Julie can continue serving up delectable experts and appetizing content directly to your earbuds. And remember... Right now, you have the ingredients to be living the life you are meant to live. This has been a production of The Media Casters.